Warning. Every episode of the Magical Bro Transformation Podcast contains spoilers for the show discussed, adult language, and adult situations. What's going on, guys? Welcome to the Magical Bro Transformation Podcast, episode 33 where myself, Nuni, and the boys, Mike and Juan, are going to be discussing Freakazoid Season 1. Before we get into anything, though, I just want to remind you guys that we are an affiliate with RightStuffAnime.com. That is RightStuff with one F. I'll provide the affiliate link in the description below. And you can just head on over there and get yourself some Blu-rays, some DVDs, some clothing, some figurines, some accessories, whatever you want. You could watch a YouTube video that... Super Eyepatch Wolf did about Redline and think to yourself, man, I really want to own Redline just like I did. Use our affiliate link, throw us a bit of change, it'll be greatly appreciated. And I also wanted to talk about some stuff going on. I know that I mentioned through Twitter that there is a new season of Harvey Birdman, Attorney at Law, in development, supposedly, according to that article. I don't know how they're going to do it, considering how uh, Harvey Birdman ended. You know, it is just a comedy show, so they could do whatever they want, really. And it'd be good enough as long as it's a good show. And Adult Swim has been releasing some fun and interesting tidbits of behind-the-scenes stuff going on with uh, Hootie Goody Seasons 2 and 3, Progressive and Alternative. We've been um, linking those on Twitter as well. If you want to check those out, I would recommend going to Adult Swim's uh, YouTube page where I feel like they probably have them all in a playlist or something. And I guess without further ado, here is our discussion on Freakazoid Season 1 available on Verve at the time of this recording, verve.co. So Freakazoid. Yeah. Yeah. Did you guys actually watch all of it? No. <laughs> no. Right. How how much of it did you actually watch? I think I talked to Juan and he said he watched about five episodes. Yeah. Yeah. I watched all of it. Mm-hmm. Boy, let me tell you, you didn't have to watch all of that. <laughs> yeah, I, I knew from the start it was um it was episodic. It's oddly episodic but has callbacks to previous episodes yeah yeah it has callbacks i i, I thought that was kind of neat how they did that but for the most part it's like you can just jump in whatever yeah you, which, you might you just might not understand certain things yeah which i would say is usually a good thing but i don't know i feel like if it had kind of a, a little story then i'd have more of a reason to want to watch it um because uh I think I said this in the podcast I recorded before, but I watched this like four or five years ago when I first moved to Austin and I didn't have like internet or anything. Yeah. And I tried watching the uh, first season of Freakazoid because I had it on my hard drive along with the second. And I really didn't like it to the point where I skipped to the second season because I was like, oh no, is it this bad the entire time? And it turns out I liked the second season a lot better. But I thought, you know what, maybe... Maybe this time it'll be different. Maybe this time my opinion will change and it it stayed the same. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't like it. It's it's just so random. 
it jumps around a lot. It's like it's almost like the people that made the Animaniacs and Tiny Toon Adventures made this. <laughs> I, yeah, I like. Too. I mean, it had ups and downs. Like there were some episodes where I was just like, eh, I'm not really, you know, joining the 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 mass amount of like the quick fire references and shit like. That. But uh, yeah, it was enjoyable for me. I feel like the I don't really like referential humor too much unless like the joke is done right. Um, I was gonna give Juan an example yesterday when we were talking because I. I told him that a lot of the referential humor here doesn't stand on its own, like as its own joke. It yeah. solely relies on you knowing the reference for it to be funny. And even then, uh, when this came out, I didn't know who the fuck Hillary Clinton was yeah. or who the fuck <laughs> all those people were. Yeah, let's be honest. Did you know who uh, Freud was? Did you know who uh, Princess Diana was? I had no or idea. As a child, no. Like, a lot of yeah. shit that Freakazoid did when I was a kid, that went way over my head. I was like, um, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and even as a, as an adult, I now I know who those people are. And now uh, that it's still not funny to me. <laughs> when, like, an example that I wanted to give was uh, in uh, The Animaniacs. There's that infamous scene that I'm pretty sure you guys have seen. Uh, where fingerprints? yes fingerprints like that joke stands on its own even if you don't know who the fuck prince is the idea of basically fingering somebody is still <laughs> funny on its own without needing to know who the fuck prince was yeah when you know blah 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 yeah uh there is a shit ton of references and callbacks and uh, you know, that I'm older, I'm like, wow, uh, that's what they were talking about, but it's not funny. No. But which is weird because Animaniacs, Animaniacs does the same thing, and I kind of find it funny, or I kind of find it that it's part of its it, era, and I, I feel find like it it's still entertaining. I, I liked, um, I liked Animaniacs because, like, with some of the references, they were actually, or like the the people that it went even involved, like uh, they were actually pretty smart about the jokes. Like mm-hmm. I was trying to remember the actor's name. I, I always talk about him too, and I can't remember his name. I only remember that he came out in a Fat Boy Slim music video. <laughs> and I talked to you about him previous, like a few, like a week ago, I think, Nudie, and I cannot remember his name right now. <laughs> you talked to me about that person. That specific person, yeah. But I don't know who you're talking about because I don't know who anybody that came out in a Fat Boy Slim video. If it comes to you, say it out loud so I can be like, oh, yeah. And uh, I think uh, where this series kind of, like, I understand why it became what it is. At least in season one. Oh, yeah. You were talking. Now you know. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, now I know. Okay, I love the reference that they had with Christopher Walken's because it was like a cutaway gag, and I'll link it later, but. Like the way they did the whole setup and how they made like uh, like they made a reference to not only Christopher Walken but like roles he played previously and the way they just went about everything and like made him seem like this insane man like because like, I think the backdrop for the whole like episode was uh, or for the like a good chunk of the episode was that it was a bunch of like famous stars hanging out in like a club like a little like like a sit down club and they're just mm-hmm. you know sitting there like a bar kind of thing. And uh, they bring up Christopher Walken's, and then, um, like, they mentioned him a few times. Uh, they had that thing. And then there was another time where uh, I think one of the Animaniacs was going to go talk to him. They're like, no, no, you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't go talk to Christopher Walken. I feel but, like. Yeah. 
the some of the political humor that they had uh, <laughs> was nowhere not not funny at all, and I feel like they just had it there to be there. Like political some of the Newt new Gingrich like, jokes. It's very like hit and miss a lot of yeah. the time, and a lot of the time it's miss. Like yeah. I don't know, like a, a lot of political humor tends to just like you know, it's kind of like it's only funny to the people that that are like really die hard for whatever you know yeah they're they're representing they're like ha ha yeah fuck those guys over there like that like it's like uh. yeah and it's not like other shows that these people have made uh haven't had those kind of jokes and haven't had it be funny because um a few of the jokes in animaniacs are actually funny and they're also like based on you know a political political figure or whatever or sociological yeah and I think the reason that it became like this as far as the first season is because it actually wasn't supposed to be um, this type of... or When it was originally made, uh, basically Steven Spielberg was like, hey, I, I like that uh, Batman show, you know, that animated series one. What if we had like a lighthearted take on that? And he mm-hmm. actually got the guys that made Batman the animated series. And he, got them to work on... Uh, for Freakazoid. Yeah, they essentially created the character design and the like few couple of scripts, uh, Bruce yeah. Tim and Paul Dini. I mean, I can see some influence in it. Yeah, and if you notice, like all WB cartoons, they, they all have they that, have that same similar style. style. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I mean, even now, like all the new animated movies, you, it's all the same shit. Like they have a very, they've always been really uniform about like their, their yeah. And then, and then there was the whole Batman Ninja thing. Who, uh, I like, I forgot exactly what happened, but somehow I stumbled across that these two guys, Bruce Tim and Paul Dini, were the people that created um, Harley Quinn. Yeah. Because I. Wow. Yeah, I had no idea that she was created uh, in the animated series. Like yeah. that, that like little bit of trivia never came across my mind, or came yeah, across my yeah. And, yeah, I forgot when where it came up, but yeah, it was like one of those where uh, they just made it specifically for the the cartoon, and then people just liked her so much that you know they just added her in. And now her popularity shot up, skyrocketed. Because mm-hmm. I I saw their I saw that they were credited for like a thing for Batman Ninja and I went down a little rabbit hole and I was like wait they're just credited for the creation of Harley Quinn and then I was like oh but I mean, I know I'm not like the biggest comic book guy but I feel like this is something that I th- like this is a bit of trivia that I would probably know that's like really well known but I guess it's yeah. not I had no idea yeah and. So yeah, the, when uh, Steven Spielberg Steven Spielberg got these two guys, and then he like saw the script and stuff like that, and he told them, "Hey, uh, this is getting a bit too dramatic," and <laughs> I I think I have the the exact quote somewhere here, but essentially he told them, "This is a bit too dramatic. Why don't you try and like make it a, a bit more funny, like the Animaniacs?" And I think what they literally did was just get. Start writing the Animaniacs into this show. (laughs) Yeah, I could see the transition. Yeah, but I don't know. Like, it makes me wonder what a like a more serious Freakazoid would have been like. 
there's a there i i feel like the second season is kind of that you know not serious in the in the way that like batman is but a bit more like um not as like quick cut a bunch of gags and shit it's Mm -hmm. like funny in a different way but you know that being said i may or may not have been drinking when i was watching that so (laughs) there is um how do i put it i i feel like if they had done a more serious um freakazoid he would have been like this one DC hero. I cannot remember his name for the life of me anymore. Well, let me tell you about this. It's this uh... dude who has his big ass green green hair and he wears like a like a, a fur thing around his neck. Cannot remember his name. Well, since you brought that up, I didn't write any of this down on my thing. Apparently, like there's a little bit of controversy with the with the character design was basically inspired by a comic book hero that uh never got credited even though uh bruce tim directly said that he was a like direct inspiration for freakazoid's design (laughs) uh let me go down and see if i could cartoonist mike aldrich has criticized led to the plagiarism of the comic book madman yeah (laughs) that guy madman yeah here you go i'll paste this thing which is probably not a good representation, but basically, um, yeah, I can see it. Yeah, Bruce Tim went out and said in an interview, "Yeah, this guy was a direct inspiration for this and that." And uh, originally, the person that created it, uh, Mike Allred, was like, uh, "What's the word?" Flattered, and he was like, "Oh, I can't believe I inspired somebody to do this and that." Until he saw the show, and then he was like, "Wait, I don't have any, they. They didn't even mention me at all. That I'm like a direct inspiration, not even in the credits or anything. Those assholes." And then he yeah. just uh, apparently he wrote a note to Steven Spielberg and told him, "Hey, just so you know, this is fucked up. I'm not gonna do anything about it, but this is fucked up." And uh, nobody ever replied to. Him. And then they're all like, "That's entertainment." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Who would have thought that the uh, producer, uh, for the director who produced this show, it was the maker of Ready Player One? You know, another oh, super reference. Oh, Steven Spielberg. Yeah. Come yeah. on, Man, I love Ready Player One. Gotta say, I watched that like three times in a row. I cried every time. Dude, it's you it's our Black Panther. The end. I cried at the end every time about the real lesson about um. <laughs> <laughs> but was it again one it got um, kind of muddied at the end where they didn't really give a proper lesson where at first they were like the at first they criticized <laughs> yeah at first they they criticized the uh, you know like oh you, you got to go outside and do things but at the end of the at the end of the movie they're like nah it's cool to just hang out in the virtual reality if you want to fuck it but you know you should kind of maybe go outside i mean if you want to <laughs> i was like that's, that's a bit wishy-washy but you know i guess I guess it was a slightly better ending than the friends we made along the way. <laughs> I, mean, uh, I like yeah. the friends we made along the way. Because uh, people don't try. <laughs> um so memes. Like it like Freakazoid just turned into a meme. Yeah, it's weird. Like, in, like, in like, a, defense, like two two decades later later. Or in, his, decade later. in his defense as far as like how Freakazoid like is 
he is like the powers you know derive from the internet yeah uh the so, internet of I mean, the uh mid 90s of the mid to late 90s where you can just type in a computer code and hit delete and get transported into a computer you had to type a very specific code in my name it yeah. was a very specific code that was i uh, believe there was also like i don't remember exactly because i don't think i got that far into it but uh I know that there was like uh he was like the arch enemy of Freakazoid. He was like yeah. an, uh, like a inverse color dude. Yeah, Juan and I saw it. Juan and I it was in the last episode. Yeah. Yeah. Uh who was it? Gutierrez. Was it Gutierrez? Oh that yeah. dude it's from the very beginning actually gets the arch. Yeah, he, he gets the internet he gets like a computer and all this other stuff to play games in jail. And he tells a guy, I want the internet. Give me the internet. And then uh, yeah. right after saying that, uh, like not even a second later, he somehow has the internet and just puts in the code <laughs> and beca- and goes into, you know, cyberspace. Rawr. Yeah. I mean, not just any internet. It's I just remember because at the, during the episode, like with the origin story, I guess the first episode, um, when he turns into Freakazoid, he stops him for the first time from putting in the code. Yeah. Because the dude's, like, putting it in, and he's about to hit delete, and then Freakazoid, like, grabs his eye patch and then, like, just drags it all the way out. All the way to Tibet. Tell, I, I to liked, tell the Tibetan monk, I liked I'm the sorry. first episode. Like, I, I liked his introduction. It did make me laugh, because I liked it to where he, like, you know, he, he teleports all the way over there to the Tibetan dude. And he starts yelling at him for ranking. He's like, can you stop that infernal noise? And then he comes back later from the iPad suit. He's like, look, I'm very sorry. It was, I'm having a lot of things going on. It was very stressful. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. The weird thing was that wasn't the first episode. I think that was like the third or fourth episode. Really? Yeah. The origin story <laughs> came. Uh, afterward. Yeah, um, afterward. Honestly, I don't think it was the third or fourth um I think yeah it, no it's, it's episode six remember, yeah yeah i don't remember these episodes at all i was thinking because i do remember there was a an origin story episode i thought it was going to be in the beginning but no when yeah i never like started, i didn't watch it in order i was just like yeah this is episodic i'll just go yeah. around yeah um episode six is entitled the chip x one through one through three and then episode seven is the chip act four and it's I'm assuming like the backstory would have been like the backdrop for the originally intended. Yeah, that's uh, that's what I'm thinking. And the intended Freakazoid because it's the you know the nerdy kid becomes Freakazoid, fucks with yeah. his brother. Yeah, like uh, I'm pretty sure this is like what Bruce Tim uh, was writing and whatever. And then Steven Spielberg was like, "Whoa, whoa, whoa, hold on, hold on, we need more skits." <laughs> and the weird thing is, I liked. I like the origin story, kind of. I did. I like. I said I, it was a good episode. I yeah. liked yeah. it. And I like. If I saw that at first, I would have been like, "This might be a fun ride." I feel like I like that little arc. I like the uh, Candlejack episode, and yeah. I like. Oh well, yeah, I mean, which yeah. you know, going back to where I was talking about memes, like that one just came out took, of nowhere. Yeah, it just came out of nowhere. And like it's lasted forever, though. I mean, no, Candlejack has been around for like Stop a long ass time. Oh, I'm sorry, Candlejack. <laughs> And, but anyways, <laughs> the 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 thing, the meme has been around for a very long time. Like, but it disappeared for a very long time. Yeah. And now it's back. I hadn't seen that shit for like 
like six or seven years and then like all of a sudden i started seeing people like recently like start doing it and i was like the fuck is happening are people like excavating memes now they're just looking for <laughs> dead memes and they're like oh it still has it's some use the dead the dancing baby's coming back i'm telling you oh god <laughs> <laughs> and our undead memes the f- vintage memes These are vintage memes. yeah our, our grandkids are going to to scour or go all the way back when the internet started <laughs> and they're gonna bring up the memes they're gonna be like this is a relics of our of our grandparents we're gonna they're gonna find binders filled with memes or <laughs> usb sticks filled with memes it's like my grandfather he gave these to me on his dying bed he said use these wisely his grandson <laughs> it's gonna be a bunch of fucking rage faces Oh God, Magusa's You remember those, You remember when those were funny, right? No, you liked those. No, you liked those. You like no. You like the rage comics. I didn't even fucking liar. I didn't even <laughs> like them when they were there. I saw You're the faces, and now like everybody's using you this liar. face to react on things. I mean, that's that's been the thing I mean, forever, though. Like I'm I, just waiting I can for understand them we... as a reaction, but I never thought that they were funny. I, was I like, thought this some is, of them fits, were funny. Looking fits. back, though, it's kind of like, oh, why did I, why did I do these things? I, but, I mean, that's, that's. I will admit to liking the spoofs on them, like uh, making Squirtle into giving him a Magusta face or whatever, Pikachu or whatever. <laughs> oh, I saved some of them. They were just like, just like that fucking, I am the Batchin picture. It will forever <laughs> stay on my hard drive. Vintage meme. Mm-hmm. It'll, it'll come back. I mean, I, like I, I always look back on my old like image like folders that and I carry yourself. over from one computer to the next, and I look at them, and I'm just like, why do I fucking save these things? <laughs> I'm just like, why did I ever consider that funny? And then I'm, you know, and then I forget about it, and then I forget to forget to, to delete uh, them. you know, to delete yeah. them. And I'm like, well, you know. yeah. and then someone's gonna find them. And someone's and gonna, gonna find them. They're gonna put them in the meme folder, and they're gonna come back. They're gonna. All the other old they're memes. gonna find your disgusting spank bag pictures, and you're gonna be like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> that thing." I uh, fucking. I just forgot something. I was some old ass meme. I was trying to forget existed. Oh. Oh, I just started recently seeing Millhouse shit again. Oh boy. Oh god. I love Millhouse. Millhouse and his force meme. I think we're just recycling memes by now. I oh no! We, yes, we are. We we've hit the we hit the the wall. We plateaued, and this is this is what this is what's become of us. Yeah, and so what? What did you feel about, or rather, how did you feel about the? Uh, I guess the skit nature of Freakazoid. How like an episode would last for like. I guess 11 mm. minutes, and then there'd be two shorter episodes after that. Mm. I, I don't know. I guess it's it's me because I'm used to these shows just lasting for maybe like two skits. Mm-hmm. But it was it was just too much for me. I would have preferred it two episodes total, like two 11 minutes. I felt like it could have done better with that. Yeah. Um, either that or they should like they were too half-assed with it. Like they they weren't all inning so. They could have done the two 11 minutes, or they could have done just one episode that had multiple skits all throughout. Yeah. Like, they could have just done that, but they didn't, so it just felt disjointed. Yeah. But they they do that on the second season, don't they? No, they don't. 
They don't. When you say they do that, do you mean that they do two 11-minute episodes or they keep the same format? They keep the same format. No, they do. it's one episode. Oh, yeah. Okay. Like one whole episode. It's one whole episode. And uh, in my opinion, it's better. Uh, mm-hmm. But we'll see it eventually, I guess. Um, yeah. The Apparently, the reason that they made it like that, where like they had three episodes, was because nobody knew what the show was supposed to be. <laughs> or what they were going to do. So everybody, like, uh, all the different writers that they had writing on it each had, like, different scripts and different ideas. And that's why, like, you get, you know, the fucking Huntsman in one episode and then uh, Lord Bravery or whatever, that British superhero yeah. and, like, other shit like that. And then in other episodes, you just get fucking, you know, ir- irrelevant shit was just because yeah. everybody came together and they were like, none of this, none of this fits together. And they just put it together, even though it didn't fit together. Um, it's all in this interview. Uh, like they, they went out of their way to do a live stream and call it Freakacon in somebody's basement, and <laughs> <laughs> like they had all I the mean, creators I'm there. Sure, I'm sure they knew, like you know, that they were they they had a mess on their hands, so they were just like whatever. Yeah. But they fixed the mess. Or, you know, I'm I'm gonna keep saying like that. I like the second season. And I like it. And I then I'm gonna finally watch I, it, and like, then I'm I gonna hate it. I know it. I can't <laughs> say I know too much about it. But if they really did improve, I'm sure that like they still remain humble because of season one. So. Yeah. And they know you it's know. a shit show. Yeah. And uh, I think they like the way that it was directed and the way that it was cut like everything was like quick paced and like short and it was probably yeah. aimed for kids but the humor that they had uh very much for it very much for like not even that it was all like sexual humor or whatever it's just yeah, that the no, references it was just, that they it was made topical shit that only adults would care yeah. about yeah which goes back into you know animaniacs had that too but the jokes around the references made it made them funny yeah, like yeah. they had in one episode they had Saddam like <laughs> in Animaniacs. Yeah, was it like yeah, in South Park some... where he just walked around slapping his ass? <laughs> no, I, I mean think it, it was like back when Saddam was rising up to power and he was starting to become a dictator, mm-hmm. which is weird. It's it's like history be- repeats itself, and we literally have evidence of this. Yeah. Now I can't wait for Saddam to go back into power now. <laughs> Well, it's some other dictator that we might have made a cartoon of in the 90s. No, it's going to be Saddam. Or early 2000s. They're going to get his little brain pieces and put him in a robot. Okay. <laughs> I'm trying to bring up this this one movie, but I keep it keeps slipping. Like, it's right on the tip of my tongue, but I keep forgetting it when I think about it. Is it it's uh... a very famous movie. It involves a gun. I can't remember anything <laughs> oh. beyond that. Oh. A famous movie that involves Citizen Kane. Citizen I've never Kane. watched it. Okay. But I hear uh, good things. It's a good movie. A uh, bit fucked up. Uh, they made a direct reference to that in, uh, in I believe, the Animaniacs movie. Where uh, they Yako's have the, where they Yes, it was where they had uh, about the hay penny and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They made a direct reference towards it. Um, there is a scene where they have a snow sled and yes. they keep like going back to it. what's this rosebud that's from <laughs> citizen kane and like yes. a, a citizen kane is a very 
very adult movie. And so in the, like, the whole, like, all the shit that's going on, not the sexual nature, but, yeah, like, it was still, you know, it's like, as a kid, I was like, oh, huh, Rosebud, I don't understand. But yeah. as an adult, it's like, god damn, they managed <laughs> to put that in there. For what, for what Freakazoid is, uh, I guess the last thing that I have to say is, so that guy that you see in every, in every uh, episode that's, like, fucking veiny and has, like, crazy hair and shit. His name is Emmett Nervin. Yeah. yeah, that little guy that's just like standing still, and he's that creepy, weird face. I don't know. Yeah, if you yeah. Mean, yeah. Um, sp- he was specifically put there as a joke because they <laughs> they hired a guy that does character caricatures to do like all the background characters and stuff, and uh, he apparently the way that he was created was that he came out, um just during like one of his drawing sessions and he described him as the guy who's either on the verge of being a serial killer or having a nervous breakdown. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah. And uh, when I like, I, I always liked, um, that that little guy was there. Cause I was like, that's fucking stupid. Why the fuck is he even there? But when (laughs) I heard him, uh, Emmett Nervin, uh oh this guy yes yeah that guy i loved him <laughs> now now that i know his backstory uh i will he will forever it was live cool when they have little backstories for uh for background characters yeah and it's weird because i think he's in every single episode uh you just have to like spot him at one point freakazoid like there was a transformation scene where freakazoid transformed into him kind of uh, I don't know if you saw it, but when like he was trying to cure the Wolfman of his disease or whatever, I don't remember. All right, whatever. So Freakazoid season one wasn't too great. We should do Freakazoid season two. We should do Freakazoid season two. Whenever uh, next time that the uh, animation thing comes up. Next time that the stars align. Yeah, because I feel like the next episode that we're gonna do, uh, in the technical order is going to be uh, Yuri on Ice. Yeah. Yeah, and then after that, it's going to be a Devilman Crybaby. But, you mm, know, we're yeah. going to record it in a different order, but whatever. Because Juan and I <laughs> saw the thingy. And then... Uh, I mean, I already I already saw... Yeah, uh, you saw the thingy. Baby. And yeah, you told me to watch the thingy. Yeah. I like, I like the messy art style. Is it revolutionary? No. I don't know why people keep praising it for such, but... I like the way it looks. I, I won't agree. say it's fucking amazing and like crazy and unique and and like the bestest ever in anime is saved, but you know I do like it. There is a thing that I want to call it that I'll no nah, fuck it I'll just call it here. Isn't it, it just Sakuga style or whatever? No, nah, it's a, a the way that I want to call. I don't want to give it a name. I just want to say that it reminds me of a mishmash of ping pong the animation with Blade. Mm. Well, that that's why it's it's ping pong style. Like the yeah. the style that ping pong uses is the same style. Yeah, like it's, but it's with all the same. but with Blade, the vampire. Oh, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. I could kind of see that. Did you guys ever see the Blade anime? No, oh, that's right. We were considering watching it, but yeah, it's, you were it's saved. On the list. From, I forgot what. What we were I was gonna saved. watch it? No, we How were gonna watch it? it. Oh, it is. Uh... Hey, let me let me find a quick clip of it, and and then the, you will see. Does it have all the awesome like club? like violent scenes that the uh, movie has okay so so the plot is essentially blade 
is living in the uh, in the Vietnam era, except he's kind of also not, and he goes to Vietnam literally, and then there's he's also in the Aztec ruins at some what? point, and then there's a part where he's in either Shanghai or Tokyo. I don't remember, and he runs into Wolverine. Not shitting you, and I, and then they fight like I don't remember all the shit that happened, but goddamn, was it? It was a clusterfuck. I can't believe I finished it. Like that, that's that's the thing. Like I don't know how I finished it. I don't know if it's just me, but you know, whenever I watch the Blade movies uh, as a child, as you're meant to watch the Blade movies, mm-hmm. um, all the sex and the violence in the club was always the thing that like got me like like that's what i remember the most about blade i don't know i don't know what else there is in blade other than you know wesley samps vampire killer <laughs> my dad loves the techno music he 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 likes the techno music because of blade let's watch blade you want to watch the blade anime <laughs> yeah. or the no blade i want to watch the blade series. movie next time that oh we're i'm down i liked all of them except for the final one final one was pretty garbage it's because he and was that's... on drugs <laughs> I found a DVD of this at the Dollar General. Uh, that's a, man, that's the best place to look for shit. <laughs> like yeah. five bucks. You want to do that one day, actually? Yeah, I mean, we'll, I used we'll to do it a lot. Like a shitty thrift store. Drive uh, <laughs> by a shitty thrift. Because RJ, my uh, the rom com expert Mark and RJ, would, his brother would always like go to the Dollar General and they'd come back with like these awesome shows. Like they they found a. Uh, Tenchi, Muji, Tenchi Muyo, uh, wh- which one? Rio Oki, like that OVA one. And yeah. they found like a bunch of other cool shit. And every time that I would go, I'd just find garbage and trash. And <laughs> there, there was this one time that I found Zoids, but it turns out it wasn't even a, a movie or an episode. It was like a commercial that they what? sold. Yeah. What? Yeah. It came in the form yeah. of a DVD. It was, it was a tape. But I was, you know, at this time there were still tapes, and I was like, I love Zoids, and I bought, so and I bought it, and it was just, I was like, this is pretty short, like this isn't a lot of film for like a thing, but I guess it is just an episode or two, so this should be fine. And then I put it in, and it was just Zoids, watch it, and then that that was it. <laughs> How much did you pay for it? I think like three bucks. <laughs> and I, I mean, awesome. that being said, I also found like a. I still, I think I still have like a Cyborg zero zero nine uh, DVD, or well, that's kind of Cyborg. Yeah, it was Cyborg zero zero nine, but it you know it just jumped in at a random place, and then an anime called Yojimbo that had four episodes that I tried watching. I still have it, uh, and I'll try watching it again, again eventually. And some other one that had like a weird cover that I was like, this looks kooky and weird, and then I it, I put it on, and it was like a stereotypical thing. I'll show them to you guys eventually. We'll get there. <laughs> but if you want to show us something, you could reach us through email, through mbtpodcast at gmail.com. On Facebook, we are facebook.com forward slash mbtpodcast. On the Twitters, you could reach us at Magical Broadcast, retweet us or whatever, and check out our website to see what we've reviewed, what we've done, and what we're going to do, what's on the list and what's not. Uh, you could go to mbt.moe. That is mbt.moe. I have been your magical bro heading to work, and these are the boys. Uh, we'll see Bye. you guys in uh, two weeks. Yay! Yeah.